welcome to Teachers Supporting Teachers podcast. My name is Narelle Lemon. I'm an Associate Professor in Education at Swinburne University of Technology in Melbourne, and I'm also the Creative Director of Explore and Create Co. Welcome to this summer series. It's January 2021. And in this summer series, we're going to produce some mini episodes with Ruby and Alan, who have just graduated from their education degrees. And we're talking all things self-care. We talk openly, honestly, and with a vulnerability that might help you as much as it's helped us. We provide solutions, options, and unpack many of those often not talked about situations and pressure points of becoming a teacher. Enjoy this summer series. episode four of Teachers Supporting Teachers Summer Series and Ruby and Alan join us once more and this episode we are talking about an international placement or an international professional experience and we talk about a placement that occurred in Malaysia, Borneo, particularly in Kaching and we talk about this placement in relation to growth professionally and personally and professionally we talk about some pressure points that are common for us as uh, teachers and those becoming future teachers time management slowing down and reflection some really three three critical moments that are pinnacle in our development of teachers especially at um, the pre-service teacher level but also as we progress as educators so enjoy this episode as we talk through a whole heap of different stress points and realizations and strategies and practices that might be beneficial to you as well international placement because you guys did a placement in um in Malaysia it was your second prac wasn't it and I had the pleasure of um being there with you which is which was how we we met and (laughs) have had many (laughs) (laughs) poems about it in the future (laughs) have had many, many giggles and, and cool moments of, about it. So um, not many people get a chance to do a international prac. So um, you guys were in Malaysia in Sarawak, so um, different to um, Peninsula uh, Malaysia, a very different different area in terms of Malaysia, Borneo, and mm. in um, particularly in Kuching. So do you want to um, share a little bit about what that was like? I'd be interested to know, um, you know, reflecting back now, because it's almost two years. Holy camoly. Yeah, actually, there was a memory of came up on, was like, was I said it to you? It was like, we were at home and be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was so exciting. I think we were both so terrified because, 
we had no idea what to expect. Like we had no idea about the schools we were going to, no idea about their levels of, um, you know, literacy and numeracy. Like we had no idea what we were teaching, what we had to wear. Like, do you remember we had that first meeting with Jan and like, she was like, no, you can't wear that. And we were like, what do you mean? (laughs) That's all we bought. What do you mean? So it was just, it was like, again, rolling with the punches. We just had to take it in our stride. Like we tried the best we could to prepare ourselves and like Rube's an English major but I had I've never done English so for me it was like I remember sitting there the first class I observed and they were doing phonetics yeah and I was like I didn't even learn this what do you I have to go learn phonetics (laughs) because I had no idea so it was oh it was so much fun and like everybody we talk about we're like you have to do a prep you have to do an international prep there's no and the, all the second group that went, we were like, you have to go. <laughs> so, because um, it was just so much fun. The teaching was awesome. The group we were with was teaching awesome. Was amazing. So, yeah, the place we were at, our mentor was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And we just had so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was work awesome. and play. It was really, really fun. I think um, one of my favourite things about, like, the actual placement at the school was we didn't really get a chance to practice behavioural management because the kids were literal angels but we got an opportunity to really practice like time management heaps of teaching strategies like reflection strategies slowing down slowing down was the biggest thing for me like um on my first placement as well being able to reflect while I was in Malaysia and going oh okay slow the heck down like it's the goal isn't to, to get the task done the goal is to get the kids to practice their skills yeah. and meet their standards. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you don't get the activity done. Mm. It matters if they understand it, yeah. which was mm-hmm. huge for me. I was like, it was epiphany. I'm like, whoa. I think okay. because we'd had such a big break between actually attending high school yeah. and then our first prac going into like teaching, yeah. the only experience we had with teaching, the most recent experience we had with university teaching, which yeah. is when they throw all the information at you and you just have to Good dissect luck. it. See ya. So <laughs> we kind of had to get back into that like mind frame of, no, you actually have to do a little bit of hand-holding with these guys, yeah. like, especially in Malaysia. Like we were speaking so fast and well, yeah. we were speaking normally <laughs> and the kids were like, we can't understand. Like you've got an accent and you're speaking so fast. What's going on? Um, so, yeah, we had to really take a step back and take everything way slower than um, we usually would have. So, yeah. But then I've definitely taken that on board for like yeah. my teaching, like past that. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like that's one of my like defining yeah like characteristics as a teacher is that I'm I'm easygoing and if we don't get it done it's fine we don't get it done <laughs> yeah. oh, well. it's not the end of the world yeah whereas in Malaysia like at the start I'm like <laughs> it's really important yeah it's, it's not well, it's even, not important even then like I remember my mentor saying oh well you just teach them whatever you want I was like what <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sure um so that was pretty scary because, you know, we didn't know the Malaysian curriculum or anything. Yeah. Um, we, I just remember taking home textbooks and being like, okay, this is the level they're at. This is the stuff that they're looking at. Um, which, yeah, like Ruth said, you know, I've taken that into future pra- pracs, you know, looking at 
what they've studied before, yeah. what they're studying now, where they have to be. Um, yeah, rather than just yeah, like you said, focusing on the activity and getting the activity done. The activity has to be perfect. It's not. It's not about that at all. So. Nice realisation. Yeah, I really like that. And I do remember that moment where it's the first couple of days where it was the huge amount of expectations we had all on ourselves in regards to, um, you know, what are we going to teach? We need to know that year level. What does that mean? Um, what's the curriculum? Can we have the lesson plans ahead of time? Do Who's the mentor? All those sorts of things. And then you know, I think there was a little bit of a tension between, oh, this is frustrating that why don't we know these things? Because we were going, oh, we we're being told it's all right. You'll find it out once you get there. And then once being there, you know, I think within the first 48 hours, it was like, oh, yeah. now I understand why we were being told. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's okay. We'll figure right. it out. Yeah. yeah. And it's that beautiful I think we always had to go through that, right? The anticipation, yeah. but the fear that came with that and the, oh, my goodness, I don't even know what I'm walking into here versus a little bit of control versus mm. that really embracing, it'll be okay, we'll figure it out together, we will do it all together. And then yeah. landing that on what that meant once we all moved through it yeah. for uh, yeah, three, four weeks of pretty cool, um, spontaneous, um adventures yeah totally totally in in so many in so many ways and I wonder you do in hindsight it's a really cool thing to look back on on that and I think sometimes I think about that um anticipation before you go on a professional experience or anticipation before you walk into the school for the first time and even thinking about those who are just starting out um and train and doing an education degree and haven't been in a school before other than when they've been a student um and you know had what sort of tips would you give in terms of embracing that in hindsight learning from what we learned from Malaysia and when all those things were really heightened um yeah yeah, would there be be things there that you would I know slow down yeah. embrace would be one of those big things but but that self-talk for yourself or yeah organization would there be things that you'd say are worthy of exploring yeah I mean I think one of the most important things is I suppose when you when you start working at a school you realize that you're only as good as the team that you work with mm. Mm. so if you have a really good support network you're going to be fine so I suppose when you start uni, trying to find a friend <laughs> or use like-minded people um, because that's when you'll be able to bounce ideas off each other. And then also after the kind of challenging moments, you're able to reflect with each other and debrief. debrief. Yeah. So I feel like to get to prepare you for when you go into the workforce, because that's what you're going to have to do when you're on a team of whatever domain you're in whether it's maths or science or English or whatever you have a team of teachers where um you've got you've got like a person in charge of like the faculty and you get all kind of the unit unit stuff off them yeah (laughs) good words um (laughs) and then you've got like a huge team of teachers or whatever kind of school you go to there might be not that many but um you have other people that you can talk to and you're not on your own which I thought when I started uni, I'm like, I'm going to be, go to a school and I'm going to be in charge 
<laughs> that's not what happens. They don't, they, don't, they don't let you do that. <laughs> you go and you're, you're under other people and yeah. other people kind of tell you what to do and you have like people that you can ask for help. Yeah. Um, so I guess being able to ask for help or like feedback is my favourite thing. Mm-hmm. Constructive feedback, critical feedback. Be critical, please. Like yeah. tell me off because that's what I want. Yeah. Because oh, that's the only way that you're going to get better. I feel like, yeah, just reaching out to other people and trying to get as much feedback as you can is probably my biggest tip. Mm, I love that tip. Yeah. Any feedback is good feedback. Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree with all those things you said, because like, that's how we met was at our first practice. We were both like yeah. rocked up at the same school. And another love story. Yeah. Another love story. <laughs> it was actually hilarious. We what, was one, we decided we, we found out that we both lived right near straight each other. Away, yeah, literally other. straight away. And I remember you dropping, you dropped me home. We were like, oh, it's carpool. It's so easy. And you dropped me home and I was like, do you want to go get a wine? And you're like, yes. And, was, <laughs> and then you did not get out of the car and I kept driving. <laughs> it was great. We went to the so much fun. So yeah, definitely finding your people. Like, even if it's just one person. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it is just one person. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. It, because then at the end of like even our second our third and our fourth practice we were able to call each other and be like oh my god this happened and these kids said this and you know oh my god we have, so we'll have phone calls where we'll have a phone call like and it's a friend phone call yeah or we'll have a phone call when it's like professional a teacher phone teacher phone call, phone call. <laughs> <laughs> like, and there's no friend thing in there yeah. it's just like professional uni teacher yeah okay bye <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah finding your people and um I mean I feel like like you said Narelle like it's the only experience you have is from what you've been at and I went to like a private catholic school Mm. and all the schools I've been placed at have all been public schools and when I first walked into the classroom and there was like a kid throwing a chair I was like what is yeah. going on? This yeah. is wild. Mm-hmm. Like, is this what, you know, and I was like, oh, I can't teach public. I can't teach public. But then once you understand like why children are reacting like that and yeah. stories behind kids, um, it all kind of falls into place yeah. and you kind of have that realisation. You're like, oh, okay, there's reasons why they're throwing it. But I think you just have to like lower your guard and show that you're a real person too, that you get those students who are like, oh, student teacher. Yeah. Um, and there's always going to be kids like that, regardless of whether you're a first year or a fourth year. Like, yeah, there's always going to be kids skin. like that who are going to just completely disregard you. They know, they know you're going to be there for... You might even get s- told to F off. Yes. Mm. Happened multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be scared when that happens. Don't um, take it personally. Yeah. It's, it's not about you. It's it's mostly just like a general hatred for school, so don't take it personally at all. Um, But I think (laughs) you have to really disconnect that your your education to your uni education to being a teacher in the education system. For me, I had to really separate. I had to put them in their boxes because I couldn't go, oh, well, my teacher did this when I was at high school because... I know that was like 10 years ago anyway so it's probably not even relevant anyway so you have to I had to really segregate those experiences so that I didn't get them all tangled because it would just get too it would become more complicated so 
I feel like when you're at uni as well, you learn about, you know, how kids bring different things to school, mm-hmm. like their, their virtual backpack or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that thing. Where you learn about how, like, experiences and their development and how they've grown up and their household and all that stuff has influenced the way they are. You learn that, like, in a book, right? Yeah. And then you go on placement for the first time and you're sitting in the staff room or you're sitting in the office with a whole bunch of other teachers and the phones ring every 10 minutes and it's either a parent or another teacher child services. and a child services yeah. and you hear like um or like so-and-so has run away again um missing person or like you know um stacy's um dealing with some domestic violence at home you know you don't really understand what like a virtual backpack is yeah until, until you, you go into a school and you're behind the scenes and i remember at school i had no idea about what that like that stuff was happening yeah. when it definitely was happening yeah. but I was just so you know I, was I mean when you're in high school you, you don't know so self-absorbed <laughs> when, when you're a teacher and you're in that staff room and you're hearing about all this stuff that's happening behind closed doors at home it just everything kind of clicks together and you're like oh okay this is why kids misbehave this is why you have challenging students mm-hmm. you know it's it's just yeah there are, and, they're people too yeah if you forget that mm-hmm. until you, mm-hmm. you yeah, and you experience it and then you're like, oh, that's what that, all that means that I've been learning at uni. Yeah. Like it all kind of clicks together and makes sense. Yeah, mm. yeah there's always a reason, isn't there, for, for behaviour. Yeah. Whatever level that is, there's always a reason and it's finding out, it's, it's getting to know your students and um, finding out what it is that makes them tick in a whole heap of different ways. The, pro, the yeah. pros, the cons, the goods, the bads positive the negative and everything else in between um and and that's for every student as well not just those ones that stand out as to us yeah. because they're high achievers or that they're struggling in, in, different, in different ways um yeah really nice point that's yeah really really nice ideas, provided comfort or supported you in your professional growth, I'd love for you to take a moment to leave a review. You may also like to share what has inspired you on social media and I invite you to do this with the hashtag Teachers Supporting Teachers. To access this episode's notes, other episodes from series one and two and this summer series, as well as resources, feel free to connect on the web at www.exploreandcreateco.com. You may also like to connect via social media and we can do this on Instagram and Twitter at RallyPops. I want to say thank you to Magnus Beauty for the music and thank you also to my guests for this summer series, Ruby and Ellen, for their openness, honesty and vulnerability in sharing their different insights as they have grown as Thank you.